From the cinematic universe of J.J. Abrams comes the space strategy game Star Trek Fleet Command. Be the commander of your own missions. Customize your fleet of starships. Assemble a crew of new and familiar faces. Choose your weapons to prepare and lead your crew in epic battles. Every moment counts in these real-time battles. Boldly go where no one has gone before. Star Trek Fleet Command. Download free today on the App Store or Google Play. 22 to 8, Amelia Mulcahy from 7 News to talk weather shortly. It's still just 2.3 degrees outside. Just trying to frame a market on where Amelia will be for the cross. Will she be doing mothering duties, walking the dog, <laughs> or in a, in a quiet, happy place? I reckon walking the dog now is an outsider. You know, mm. people out there walking at 2.3 at 2. degrees have to be get rug up. Crazy, crazy brave. Put on one of those puffy Catman do jackets. They're all the rage. That's the Dan Andrews special, isn't it? Oh, no, he's no, a North, North Face. Face. He's a North Face man. You know, I reckon when the pandemic started, North Face would have been going, hey, we're getting some good product placement there in Melbourne. <laughs> now they'll be going, okay, let's get our legal team to see if we can get this klutz to stop <laughs> sullying our, our jackets. He's He's been wearing nothing but yeah. that North Face jacket since he started. And sadly, he's become the sort of, you know, Captain... What's his name? It was the guy from Hogan's Heroes. He was hopeless at everything. Anyway, I lost my uh, thread there. But, um, yeah, North Face, not the product placement you want. All right, let's uh, let's head to Canberra. Phil Curry from the Fin Review joins us. Morning to you, Phil. Yeah, good morning, fellas. We're whinging about it being uh, two degrees here, Phil. Dare we mm-hmm. ask what it is in Canberra? I'm in Sydney this morning. Oh, really? <laughs> you know, it's only it's 10.6 in Canberra at the moment. It's not too bad. Oh, it's like it's raining. Right, could be actually. Yeah, we, we, when it rains, it warms up. So we, we pray for rain just so we can be warm. Okay. <laughs> what takes you to Sydney today, Phil? Oh, I'm just up for some work stuff. Uh, just, uh, we've got this new office there opening up in uh, northern Sydney, so I've got to come up and help do something. I'm not sure yet, to be honest. Um, going to jump out of a cake here. or something like that? Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> 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 We're moving in with our Channel 9 brothers into north Sydney. Into oh, really? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Wow, so you and Richard Wilkins are going to be sharing a desk. That's the way. (laughs) Hopefully you do different spots. We can cross to Richard twice a week about politics and you can do all the celebrity news. Exactly. They haven't got my picture up in the foyer, though, with all the celebs. Oh, they need to change that (laughs) fairly quickly, I would have thought. Hey, it wasn't uh, Channel 9, it was uh, ABC's Insiders that you were on earlier uh, in the week, Phil, and so was Treasurer Josh Frydenberg when he had this to say. Thatcher and Reagan are figures of hate for the left because they were so successful. One got two terms, which was the maximum you can get in the United States. Margaret Thatcher got 11 and a half years so in office. Are, so they life Well, here. you take inspiration from lots of different sources. I also take it from Howard and Costello. You're an outlier if you don't get two terms in the United States. But uh, that notwithstanding, <laughs> Phil, uh, what did you make of uh, the <laughs> Treasurer invoking the spectre of uh, two right-wing economic reform heroes? Well, probably wasn't the wisest thing because... Uh, yeah, um, what, what the government is trying to do, we're trying to fix the economy, right? Last week they said, look, look at the enormous debt and deficit and that, 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 we've, that we've got, thanks largely to the coronavirus. So um, what, what, what Thatcher and Reagan did during the 80s, I mean, they, were, what, they did what was called supply-side economics. Basically, you cut taxes, you pour lots of money into the economy and, 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 and you sort of drive a business-led tight recovery. But, but they, they did it differently. I mean, Thatcher, the, the, the difference now is Morrison and Frydenberg are trying to work with the union movement. Uh, one, of the key, one of the keys to their plan is, is sort of fixing up the industrial relations system so it works better for everyone, for the workers and for the companies. Now, Thatcher 
went out to destroy the unions. You know, <laughs> so so she she she's seen in the union movement end today some sort of <clears throat> Godzilla figure, some sort of antichrist to the trade union movement. So it, it, I mean, Josh is just you know, he's just being Josh, but it doesn't help to invoke Margaret Thatcher when you at the very moment the government is sitting in a roundtable process with the ACTU and an accord style thing trying to get <laughs> trying to get support from the labor movement for reform. Yeah, it's just seen as sort of needlessly inflammatory. That's probably the error with it. Other than that, it doesn't really matter. Um, you know, the, the, the thing is, if you look at the governments of the 1980s, the most successful, if you're talking Thatcher or Reagan, was actually Hawke Keating, mm. uh, because the things they did, they, 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 were, they were just as reformist, if not more reformist, than any other government at the time in the Western world in terms of deregulating the economy and stuff. But they did it in a way that drove productivity but also ensured equity. You know, looked after those, you know, who fell through the gaps. Thatcher did nothing for the poor. I mean, by the time she left, you know, Britain was terribly divided, both socially and economically, and, you know, was beset by riots. You know, I drove into London in 1991. They were tearing the city apart over the poll tax. So we never saw that in Australia during those 80 reforms. You know, Reagan, he was... You know, he just spent a lot of money. Um, he, he, he accumulated a massive debt. <laughs> you know, he outspent the Soviets, drove the Soviets, you know, ended the Cold War by outspending the Soviets, but also enormous tax cuts. So he left America with a giant debt and deficit when this government is trying to pay it down. So, I mean, you can, you can find similarities and you can also find differences. But it's been a good, fun talking point for the last couple of days. But <clears throat> it was interesting. Scott Morrison said yesterday, it's an Australian problem with an Australian solution. You know, so he sort of mm, mm. just sort of pushed back a bit at the Treasurer and said, might be a good idea to stop talking about Margaret Thatcher when we're trying to get the ACTU to support us. <laughs> yeah, just sort of filed away under intellectual chin-scratching, I reckon. It didn't seem to have any actual bearing on no, the day-to-day. Day. Right. It was more just yeah. the Treasurer waxing lyrical about who his, who his influences mm. are. What's the next step in the pandemic, Phil? It feels like we're sort of in a bit of a holding pattern where, where the rest of the country is just hoping against hope that, that things can be contained and hopefully resolved in Victoria. That's pretty much it, Dave. I mean, it just, you know, it's, it's getting marginally worse. They're not terribly worse. Um, look, a lot, you know, the, the, the trouble is it should never got to where it's got to. It's because the Victorian government didn't have the contact tracing procedures in place. You know, New South Wales has had an outbreak for the last three three or so weeks, thanks to the Victorians. Some Victorian went up there and spread it. But they up here in Sydney, and the same in South Aussie and everywhere else, they have proper contact tracing, which means if you get the coronavirus, you get tested, you get the results back straight away, they shut you down, they isolate you, and then in, within 24 hours, I've got in touch with everyone with whom you've been in contact with, you know, if you've been to a restaurant or something. And, that's, and so in New South Wales, they're not getting more than 20 a day. But they didn't have it in place in Victoria. It was They had no sort of army or police doing logistics. They had these sort of health bureaucrats who were completely hopeless at it. And, that, that's a, that's, and they didn't have enough people on it. So that's essentially what's got away. You know, there was like weeks, people, you know, periods of, you know, days and weeks before people were being contacted. By that time, they were infecting lots of other people. So as of last Friday, after Daniel Andrews finally, you know, accepted... Yeah, a, a sort of forceful offer by the Prime Minister to take a 1,000 army personnel down there, take over the thing, take control of logistics, send teams out, and that sort of thing. Hopefully now um, they're doing it properly and this thing in the next couple of weeks will start to cool down. But, yeah, well, we don't know basically whether it's got away from them or not yet. We'll probably know in another week or so, but it was pretty bad yesterday with over 500 mm-hmm. cases. But it's, 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 it's killing everything. I mean, it's, I mean Victoria's, you know, completely 
shut down again. But the rest of us, you know, you, you've seen Stephen Marshall over your way, you know, he's keeping his borders closed. Every, every other state is doing the same thing. And we, we were supposed to be open by July, remember? They mm. agreed. Would be all fl- Literally, if you look at the literature that the, the National Cabinet agreed to, the only thing that wouldn't be going on now was international travel, brothels and strip clubs. Um, <laughs> you know, we were, <laughs> we were even meant to have the travel bubble with New Zealand was a possibility. And so that tells you just the extent of the damage that Victoria's caused, that outbreak has caused. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've been belly aching about trying to get home to see mum. That's, that's just... Who knows now? You know, mm. um, yeah. So uh, it, it's it, it's terrible. Um, so we're just we're just hoping uh, that um, you know in, in, that they can do it within six weeks, uh, that they can get, finish this lockdown. But it's been some pretty bad, um, you know, pretty bad governing. Is your there. sister still in Melbourne too, Phil? Yeah, I've got brother and a sister there. They're all locked down. <laughs> so they're yeah. people everywhere. Well, Australia's like that now. That's yeah, the thing. we don't all live it. Everyone is, you know, especially what's that saying about Adelaide? Do anything for the place but live there. So, you know, this, this is <laughs> not not anymore. No, no. <laughs> and I bet you Daniel Anders regrets that saying about, you know, I'd rather. Why would you want to go to Adelaide? Well, the moment those um, words left his lips, it's been all downhill for Dan since then. It was pretty much, much. and yeah, look, and and look, it's not. Yeah, look, you don't you don't want to sort of rub the guy's face or anything, but they were fairly sanctimonious at the outset, the Victorians, about how tough they were on the whole thing, mm. and oh, yeah. um, and they had the, they had the loosest standards of anyone, and 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 we're all paying for it now. So mm. we're just hoping that if the military can, um, you know, get it under control there, and they can start getting the cases down. But, you know, it probably might not be a Melbourne Cup or an AFL Grand Final in Victoria. No, doesn't look like mm. it. Hopefully they can wrestle mm. control back of the situation. Good on you, Phil. I was sceptical about ordering foundation online. I can't even find a match in stores. Then I discovered Il Maquillage. Their online quiz found my exact shade in seconds. With Try Before You Buy, you can try your full-size shade at home free for 14 days. But I was obsessed on day one. It's so lightweight and natural. It's literally my skin in a bottle. Take the quiz at ilmakiage.com slash quiz. That's I-L-M-A-K-I-A-G-E dot com slash quiz.